chaos episode. <laughs> chaos. Chaos episode. It's complete chaos down here, Tom. It really is. Welcome to Wildly Tarot Podcast to our chaos episode. <laughs> we just finished recording the most chaotic episode of Charmed recapping we've ever yes. done in which Esther and I could not formulate two consecutive thoughts without having to take some time. Yes, yes. And then we just spent the last 10 minutes of me being like, I know that the deck Esther is going to try to talk me into buying, which is what we're, we decided today Esther is going to talk me into a deck. I was like, I know that I own that deck. And then I made her sit with me as I looked for it for yes. 15 minutes. Yes. And then we also <laughs> called our archivist, Rachel, to, for her to take a picture of the box. So we're not just like overlooking the box accidentally. Exactly. Which is exactly what was happening because the addition of this deck that I have has no markings on the box except for on the actual front and the actual back. So <laughs> since it was in a stack of other boxes, it's gone forever. But yes, we found yes. it. We did. I'm still going to let Esther talk me into it, though, because I, I, I mean, want to hear her thoughts i have i have quips already so i can't wait just hold it all right but we're gonna have a regular totally fine completely normal super sane not frantic at all regular episode right esther of course that's how it always works out for us professional all right it's your turn to pick a card for the week Uh, well i um happen or i can i have company of constellations in my hand so uh we could both pull a card okay I'm using the Hilda tiles that I have. We're She's finally great. decided to work seven. with me again. Ah, we got Horlogium. Hor- hor- I, I don't want to say horror. <laughs> hor- horologium? Horologium, I would say. Hor- horologium. It means time. Time. And I pulled the devil, so I feel like this is <laughs> reminding chaos. us that we're really not in control of this situation <laughs> no. whatsoever. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> we are not in control of any of this. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Well, uh, since we have no banter, we're getting straight to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> First question is from Colleen, and she says, I am currently a writer and a stay-at-home mom to four kids. I have a publishing deal for one of my series with some tarot coming out in 2024, Congratulations! And I have another another series I'm going to indie publish hopefully soon. A year from now, my youngest two kids, who are twins, ah, twins, I have twin sisters, uh, will be going to kindergarten, and the plan has always been that I will go back to work as a librarian. I love the librarians. I I didn't tell you I was also a librarian at one point. Okay, continuing (laughs) on. I applied to librarian school at the same time I was applying for higher education programs. And then I ended up deciding what to do with my entire life based on which school I got into that was closest to where Nathan was going to school. I love library so much. I think that being an advisor is the right move for me, but I often fantasize about being a librarian. Right, right. Okay. So my question is twofold, says Colleen. First, what steps should I take to jumpstart my writing career now? I make lots of plans in terms of releases, marketing, newsletters, but I, I get very overwhelmed when it comes to doing anything other than writing. LOL. Secondly, I mean, same. I mean, I mean, hello. Did you, yeah. you didn't follow our book publishing at all and no one should have. <laughs> all, it's more fun to write than it is to do the other stuff. It's, it's exactly, it really is. Secondly, if you wouldn't mind, is full-time writing the future for me, even if that future is 20 years from now? Okay, hopefully less than 20 years. I'm almost 40 already. It's been my life goal, and while I really love being a librarian, I like I like being the book writer even more. Fair. Mm. Uh, I think you already are jump-starting. I mean, yeah. if you have a traditional publishing deal and then also have a whole entire other series to 
indie published. You're doing pretty great. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like you have like your your hands in several pots, like many. Um, what is it called? I lost my English. Holly, we Esther, said we were going to do this. I know. We said we weren't going to do this. <laughs> we said this wasn't going to happen. Like many other authors that we know, they have indie publishing They coming out. Like, I mean, I just, I just think of like Ruby Dixon. Like she yeah. has indie stuff coming out. She has like mass or market Katie stuff Or Katie Robert is out, another good Katie example Robert. of it because Katie Robert Diversifying. Doing, yeah. Yeah. Doing both. It makes total sense. Exactly. A lot yes. more control over stuff that way. Exactly. Okay, so I think that the problem, though, is that we the question is jumpstarting my writing career, but I think it's more like jumpstarting. I think it's Marketing? easy to go into. Yeah, I feel like it's easy for us to default to jumpstarting to writing, but that's right. not actually the question. It's about how right. to do the career the hard stuff. stuff. Right, the career, career, yeah, pushing stuff. So let's pull some cards for how Colleen can jumpstart the marketing and releases side of the writing career. Yeah. I'm pulling a third. That's fine. Okay, what did you get? Uh, from Compendium of Constellation, I got Respond and Worship. Okay. And from my Hilda tiles, I got the Four of Cups, Okay. The five of pentacles and strength. Oh. So I think that respond is interesting in comparison <laughs> yes. to this because it kind of seems like everything is sort of already there for you and you uh -huh. just have to like tap into strength. I think that maybe like finding the worship could be a component of like figuring out if there's maybe somebody that you look up to and then yeah. using some strength to like follow along with their pathway. Yes. But yeah. the four of cups in, and and the four of cups and what was your, Oh, it was just respond and worship that were my respond, two. Respond. Yeah. I need to just be writing stuff down because as we've discovered today, our brains are like only working at 35%. <laughs> it's not great over here. Um, but I think that respond and the four of cups are so beautifully paired mm -hmm. together because the four of cups is about kind of like not really seeing what's in front of you. Right. Um, and then having the respond be like, no, you do have access to these yeah. things. Yeah. And I also think of like respond and worship, like worship is also like uplifting. Like yeah. you, your text stuff, like your books are already finished. So like put them out there. Like they're, they're already finished works of art. So don't be ashamed of them. Right. Like shine the light on it in yeah. some way. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we should ask for more specific actionable steps. Okay. Okay. I got the Knight of Swords. So I think it's saying like you have this plan, you should mm -hmm. just do that. Like yeah. it's in, it's right in front of you. You mm -hmm. already have a structure. So it the hard thing about marketing books is that all of those things have to happen simultaneously. Yes. You can't yes. say like, well, first I'll focus on my newsletter and then I'll focus on on marketing because they're one and the same thing. Yes, so they are. I think it's really saying like all, you have a plan and it's mm -hmm. just a matter of like actually going forward, even if you don't feel super confident about it, even if mm -hmm. it feels a little bit rushed with the Knight of Swords, it's like just get into the action. That's right. the best way to start. Right. Yeah. And I got you knight. So maybe it's something that you just need to 
like put together well, and right. go forward with it. Yeah. Well, and recognizing that all of those things are so linked that you yeah. can't really like tease them out. And I no. think that like, if anything, one of our, one of my personal regrets about our book being released mm-hmm. is that I wanted more specific, like step-by-step instructions about what oh, I should yeah. be doing in terms of publicizing it, but that just doesn't exist. Like mm-hmm. you have to be doing all of it. You have yeah. to be doing like, building your newsletter, a, a writer that I, I mean, who, who I love personally, but also who I think is really great at being a, I mean, actually Claire is really Claire good. Claire is really too, good at newsletters. Yeah. Claire and Sarah Whitney, who's a romance author that I love and a human that I love also. Uh-huh. Uh, they do a really good job of getting their newsletter out super regularly. Uh-huh. And Sarah always has like, like just fun pop culture links. Like mm-hmm. she's not worried about it necessarily being about her books as much yeah. as like, here are some books I've been loving and here are some funny articles that I've seen or whatever. And I think I know that she puts effort into it, but the way that it reads as a, as a viewer or reader of her uh-huh. work is that it's like casual, like friend stuff, like right. just like a friend throwing you some links or whatever. Yeah. So I think that that's probably one way to do it, Colleen is that like, it is helpful to be part of your writing community. And so even if your newsletter is like talking about other books or like doing a giveaway for like a, extra bonus epilogue or whatever. All of that stuff is stuff that you just can do. Like you don't Mm -hmm. have to wait for somebody to tell you to. Yeah. You just have to actually go for it. And I think the Knight of swords is really beautiful in this context. Cause it's like, yeah, it might be underprepared. You might feel like you're just like waving a sword into the world being like, here's my thoughts and take me blah, blah, blah. But maybe that's the way to do it in this context. Yeah. Just, and not caring what other people are thinking or, or how they may be analyzing it, because I'm sure that you're over analyzing it more than anyone else. is. Absolutely. And people will, I mean, you can pay thousands of dollars for like publicity seminar, whatever things, but I think just actively actually sending stuff out, Mm-hmm. is the key and we're yeah. like no we're definitely not experts but if Absolutely you already have not. a plan yeah. in place just do that even if yeah. you feel underprepared because as you do more of it more will become clear to you about what you could be doing differently yeah but you have to get started yes 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 Absolutely. and just combine efforts simultaneously go nuts it's stressful but mm-hmm. you got this you do and then in terms <clears throat> of the future of being a writer is full-time writing in the future I mean, if, as for me, it's like the answer is if you make it, it will be, you know, yeah. after retirement, you know, but or even, yeah, we can pull cards anyway. <laughs> it's not going to be yes or no. So I think maybe yeah. like what, what you was can it do looks in like? order to, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do, what's the Full-time possible writing. outcome of this goal? Yeah. What did you get? Okay. Do not freak out. <laughs> First, I got punish. Okay. And then I got abundance. Okay. And I got the four of wands and the empress. Okay. So with the four of wands, I all, and especially maybe paired with punish, I feel uh-huh. like maybe like this could be the case, but maybe after your kids are even more grown up. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. not that be not that parenting is a punishment, although neither of us are moms. So we really have no idea, but (laughs) I feel like the four of wands, because that has like this component of sort of like homey, it's all like joyful stuff, but Mm -hmm. maybe that can feel like so much work that it makes it harder to prioritize just writing, which makes sense. 
But I also got the Empress and Abundance and Empress are what? Abundance and Empress uh, <laughs> are so linked. Yeah. That I yeah. think that it really does feel kind of like possible that this mm-hmm. could be a full-time gig for you. But yeah. maybe just like once you've sort of like sorted out not priorities, no. but like responsibilities in some way. Yeah. It's for me, it's like the punish almost comes across like that there's a really bad harvest like season where you're going to work really hard, but it's going to be worth it once you're on the other side of it. Yeah. So it may not be as, you know, easy as what you've seen other people do with the writing process or the publishing process, but that you will get to that Empress and abundance feeling on, you know, at some point. Yeah. Uh, And I just pulled two more cards for like clarification on the idea of punishment and got the page of cups and the seven of swords so I think that the punishment could also be coming from a place of feeling like like you're totally new to this. So you have no mm-hmm. idea what you're doing yeah. and like everyone has information that you don't have. And you're like desperately trying to gather information while also feeling like a, a lot of imposter syndrome. Yeah, totally. And so that feels like a punishment because it is the punishment is that has been what am I trying to say? The punishment is coming from a place of like, well, I've been doing all of these other things and now mm-hmm. I'm punishing myself for not focusing more on writing right. as my career path. So I think that that's kind of interesting, especially with the seven of swords and the page of cups. It's like, there's so much emotions and like imposter syndrome conflicting with these feelings of like, everybody else has a head start on me and I'm just like falling mm-hmm. behind and right. it's because I've made all these other decisions. It's like yeah. self punishment in some way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. But I think it's totally doable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely doable. Especially since you you seem very planned and have um, like goals in mind to accomplish. Yeah. That's that's already a great path that you're on. Great start. Totally. Awesome. And twins are so fun. Esther has twins, <laughs> twin sisters, twin sisters, but I've also always had twin friends Aww. since I was like probably five. Yeah. My first set of twin friends. And then even up through college, I lived with twins. I love twins. Twins are fun. Twins are so cool. Actually, my senior year of college, I lived with one set of twins and one half of a set of twins. Oh. It was the identical twins that that I lived with. And then a set of fraternal twins where I lived with the sister and then the brother uh, didn't go to Willamette. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh. See, I love being around twins. I think that it's really fun. Although sometimes you can be like, can you guys just include us in this conversation that you're clearly understanding right now? Exactly. <laughs> so I always yeah. thought that if I had kids, I would hope that they were twins. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. But I think my IUD will prevent that from happening for now. Uh, anyway. until, until a big blue alien comes along and it just pops right out. <laughs> yeah, that is... Uh, something that happens in one of the Ice Planet Barbarian books. Her IUD it just ejects itself. <laughs> uh, so so dramatic. So traumatic. All right. So good luck, Colleen. Keep yes, us updated. And also yeah. let us know. Give us the, the drops of, of the book books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just renewed my Kindle Unlimited subscription for a while. So <laughs> we are happy to accept uh, copies and yeah. we will yeah. joyfully read them. We will. All right. Our second question is really fantastic. It's from Willow and Willow sent us a question a couple of weeks ago and then sent us a follow-up message more within the last five days saying, I know that you like it when you get updates, if it's taking a little bit. I was like, yes, Willow, this is so helpful. Yes, yes, yes. 
So Willow says, due to a toxic work environment that left me a husk of a human, a frankly traumatic pregnancy, a cross-country move, and mental health issues, my life was in turmoil in 2018 to 2019. I was so looking forward to finally getting things on back on track, and well, we all know how that turned out. The past few years for me, like for many, I felt like I'm simply treading water, never able to gain my footing, desperate to breathe. I was left in a new place with no support network, a marriage on the rocks, debilitating migraines, and a deep, deep exhaustion and burnout that I could never take care of due to my toddler. This fall, my daughter is entering preschool. I feel like I might finally get some semblance of my life back. I'm looking forward to getting into routine again, which I know getting back into routines again, which I know are so good for my mental health and maybe even exercise another migraine and depression preventative. The problem is that I'm a serial starter. This is kind of like the theme for the episode, isn't Mm -hmm. it? I enjoy the endorphins of getting into something new, a new system, a new activity, a new habit, but I struggle to stick with it. First of all, I think you're talking to the wrong people about that because I am exact. Esther is good have at you habits. Seen, I'm terrible at habits. Have you seen my closet of crafts that I have started? <laughs> Esther's Collections? done every fiber craft pot known to man. Possible, yes. Um, so I we totally like yeah. relate to that. Really. I enjoy the uh, even if it's good for me, and I often end up right back where I started, depressed, struggling to survive each day, and overwhelmed. My question is this, how can I best take advantage of my daughter being in preschool to gain control of my life again? What should I focus on first? What can I do to keep my habits strong instead of fading again? And will anything actually happen or actually change? She says, for what it's worth, I'm in therapy, I'm taking medication, and we're in couples therapy too, which has been successful. Then she sent a second email. Hi there. I'm the one that asked about routines and mental health and fresh starts weeks ago. And I know you don't love answering questions like that more than a few weeks out. So I figured I'd give a quick update. You're totally right. It's super yes. helpful. Thank you. Everything and also nothing has changed. I know it's been a month or two since school started, but I'm still desperately trying to start off right. What with some surprise illnesses, not COVID, thankfully. Congratulations. That's fantastic news. Yes. <laughs> and a week of migraines, which I can't oh. imagine. That sounds terrible. So in a sense, I'm in exactly the same place. I've had conversations with my partner recently about the idea of systems. I spent most of my adult life working in systems that are inherently broken and trying to fix them simply by just doing it better. Mm-hmm. Think underfunded middle school teacher working literally to the brink of a stroke because the system can't be changed, but the kids are still suffering. His adult life has been spent identifying and remaking broken systems. Think brought in when something goes wrong to analyze the symptom as a whole and stop and building stop gaps for the future. When he says we need a better system, I've always interpreted that as we need a method to help us just work harder at the same things. When he means we need to break down how we do things so it works for us without burning out. Mm -hmm. I know I'm skipping a lot of context because I gave it last time. I forget what my exact questions were, but I guess perhaps adding something about um, how to approach how I should start creating new systems and not just breaking myself on the current ones. Um, Anyway, thanks for everything that you do. First of all, that conversation Mm -hmm. about understanding what the other person means about systems is so fucking major. It's so good. That is so good. I'm so proud of you. I'm yes. sure that that's like a difficult com- place to get to mm-hmm. because we all just assume that the people that we love the most are like understanding what we mean. Yes. But I also think that a lot of us think that building systems means making things slightly easier so that we can work four times as hard mm-hmm. <laughs> to right, right. achieve more. <laughs> to make it better. <laughs> yeah. And I know that I've done the same thing. Uh-huh. And that is actually upon reading this email, I was like, wait yeah. a second. 
that's not creating a system. Like I do that too. Yeah. That's yeah. not creating a system at all. That's just like slightly alleviating pressure so that you can then put even more pressure, more on, pressure yourself on yourself. Yeah. To perform. Rather than trying to actually come up with an underlying issue. Yep. So I actually want to start with talking about the stuff you mentioned in the second email, which is creating new systems. Yeah. I think that then we can go back to the, Maybe what systems to focus on, you know, in the immediate future to get Uh sort of your feet back underneath you. Yeah. So what would we like to ask then from that second part? Like uh, what kind of system to look for? What, how to develop No, I think I want to go the opposite direction. I think I want to go more like, um, what can you change about the way you create systems? Okay. Or like an area, uh, well, no, I don't want to do an area of systems yet because I think that that's a better second question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we don't even need a question to answer this question because you and your your husband already sort of talked through the misunderstanding you were having about it. Or maybe accepting this new method. like Or like how to further... Because I don't, yeah, because I don't want her to feel like she has to act on something because that action and feeling guilty has been the the trigger, right? Yeah. So maybe just additional insight into systems creation. Yeah. Yeah. Like functional systems creation. creation for her. Yeah. today this is a bad day our systems are failing <laughs> i got two fives. Oh, well, i got some i got some nice cards from compendium so uh oh tell me more okay i got conform imagine and teach okay so i definitely think getting something like focusing something like that includes your child so it doesn't feel like it's you versus them almost does that make sense yeah i think that totally makes sense being mindful of that and i got the five of swords and the five of wands and so i think that maybe like releasing some defensiveness Mm -hmm. about like now that you know that you and your husband were not understanding systems creation in the same way like releasing some historical defensiveness about like doing it wrong or perceptions mm-hmm. of doing it wrong. Right. Cause I feel like maybe this is just projection of my own stuff, but I feel like when I have a realization like that, I'm like, what was I thinking for all that time? Right. Basically. Right. Right. And so, there's... but with the five of swords, it's like there, this warrants continued conversation. Mm-hmm. Like this is still something that you're gathering information about and you're like trying to fully, get all of your swords in a row as yeah, you're like yeah. moving into making transitions. So continue the conversation, but maybe release some feelings of like defensiveness and mm-hmm. concern about yeah. it. Like you can just go into it with more of like a, all right, well let's try this. Right. Thing, right. Because with, a, like explanation way. Yeah. Cause with like conform here, like for me, that was like kind of the first thing. It's like, you know, being open to the suggestions that, the, your partner who has a different viewpoint and wants to alleviate those burdens because that's yeah. like his, it seems like it, that's what they want to like do. 
and then imagine and you know just kind of dream together of like okay so if we start here at this conforming yeah and then imagining how that can grow and where we want to be at some point to what do we want to alleviate to for now don't focus on these these systems changes being solely about you yes it into being like household system changes exactly and then as you go through that you can determine which areas you can like branch out from additionally. Yeah. Yeah. And but that, also like, yeah. And if that you feel like you're too. drowning, that's like part of the problem. I mean, yeah, there's like a lot of resources for coming up with equitable division of household tasks. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling like you're drowning now is a good time to be doing that. Even if you right. perceive that as being pretty well balanced, there's always additional on sort of like, unconscious things that you're worrying about Mm -hmm. and those can all be divided yeah especially if you have a partner who's open to breaking down the system and finding where it's going wrong and then rebuilding it rather than just like well if you tried harder then it right yeah it's all on you to perform if they're not doing that then there is definitely a way right and even if it's like something as simple as like remembering to buy laundry detergent or whatever Mm -hmm. right like it doesn't have to be like the traditional like Getting the kid ready for school stuff. It could just be like minor things. Right, right. So, but, and for me, like, again, the teach to me is including your child maybe in on some yeah. of these systems too. Right. Kindergarten, I mean, preschool preschoolers. Not, preschool, like, I think preschoolers want to be more involved than we yeah. let them because we know that stuff is going to take longer if they're doing it. But uh-huh. preschoolers like cooking. Preschoolers like. We're just having like a chore chart and letting them put a sticker on the chore chart. Oh my God. This freaking weekend, my sister was like, yeah, it's so crazy how we never had to do any chores when we were little kids. And I was like, yes, we did. We were constantly doing chores when we were kids. And I told my mom and my mom was like, I made you guys list every single day of the chores you needed to do. Apparently Katie wasn't. Katie. Yeah. Apparently Katie either wasn't doing her list or she was so, so much shorter and smaller than me and Will that like, she ended up just getting minor things like dusting or whatever. And so it never <laughs> entered her brain as being a chore. Whereas chore. me and Will were like doing so, like other big <laughs> oh, adult no. responsibility things. I was like, you remember not doing any chores? How is that possible? She's the youngest. That's why. She's the youngest. Exactly. Stuff yeah. just got handled for her. Yeah, exactly. She's like, it's so great how mom and dad never made us do chores. I was like, who? Mom and dad. Our mom and dad. Yeah. Never made us do chores. Well, okay, okay, crazy. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. What a thing to forget. I love her so much. But I do think, I mean, there's a lot of resources for getting your kids involved in oh, stuff yeah. like that. But I do think that, like, if you're, I mean, since you're already going to couples therapy, which yes. is fantastic, talking about ways that you can further break down the systems of just day-to-day life mm-hmm. will mean that when everyone's healthy and the kid is in school you can get stuff done but also have time for yourself to like get yourself back into a better place yes absolutely yeah okay so then the first part of the question was which habits could they be or best taking advantage of the daughter being in preschool yeah what kind of do you have it strong instead of fading again oh yeah let's talk about keeping habits strong how can willow keep her habits strong I think someone's going to get the four of swords about this. <laughs> we'll see. Huh. Interesting. Okay. 
What did you get? Okay. They're, they're strange, so I kind of want to hear your cards first. Okay, I got the Six of Cups. Okay. And Death. Okay. I've been getting Death all day just flying out of my uh, deck from the, from the start of this episode, so you're welcome. Wow. And also uh, that was the card of our episode, wasn't it? No, the Devil. The Devil was. Um, the Devil went down Georgia. is literally the same to mind. Okay, so I got Master and Vanity. And this is going to sound probably a little strange, but the first thing that came to mind, I'm sorry, was a TikTok that was like, do it for the aesthetic. Like yeah. if you don't, cause sometimes it's hard for me to get the energy to do it because I have to do it like yeah. my dishes, whatever. But sometimes it's easier to sort of like put that onto something else and be like, I'm just going to do it for the aesthetic. So my house is clean. So every, you know, if someone walks in and it looks beautiful, just doing it for the aesthetic of it looking nice. Yeah. It's not me doing it. It's not for me. It's like pushing it onto something else. That's how I treat all of my household duties. <laughs> you after. Do? Yeah. I, do I only clean. It's so much pressure. People's... So no. much pressure. Otherwise. Yeah. I, I do don't not. Care. I mean, I guess I like it when my space, well, no, again, it's still for the aesthetics. I like it when my space looks right. neater. I but that's still just only... for aesthetics. Yeah. Not for so function. No. See for me, I function in a place that is extremely clean, but when it gets to a point for me, it gets too overwhelming and I just freeze and I stop. Yeah. And so then I have to convince myself well, push through by saying exactly. do it for the aesthetic. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's why Vanity and Master came in. So. Well, and the Six of Cups is like, I think allowing your idea of yourself as being somebody who's not good at following through with, with uh, changes in your system, allowing that idea of yourself to die is kind of mm -hmm. what I'm getting from this. Like, yeah. there's the nostalgia with the Six of Cups and being we usually read it as like good nostalgia. But right. Also, if you're sort of like Holding infantilizing yourself yeah. by saying, I can't adapt to new systems, mm -hmm. then that you need to release that idea of yourself and just let that die because that's not necessarily right. true. And especially with the update of having had this conversation with your husband about what mm -hmm. new creating new systems actually means right. to him right. And what it means to you. Maybe you couldn't adhere to new systems when you were just thinking about ch changes to your system in your way. Mm -hmm. But now with this additional information about how a different idea of what could be happening. Yeah. You can sort of release your idea of yourself as not being able to handle it. Because mm -hmm. now you have this whole new concept to right. take into consideration. Right. And this is something that has been sort of like on you since childhood and it's okay to let that go. You can yeah. change into a new person and you're not disrespecting anything that you grew up with or you learned just sometimes right. things. Need and it to doesn't be mean changed. you were bad or no. wrong earlier. It just means that Absolutely now not. you've dis discovered a better way to do it. Great. Yeah. Now I have the hiccups. <laughs> Are we being cursed? <laughs> what podcast hates us so much that they're cursing us today? <laughs> I mean, seriously, we're like not our English. We're losing our English, even though I have no excuse because I don't even know a second language. <sighs> it's okay. I barely know one or two and two. So <laughs> you're doing better than I am. We're just we'll losing it. But anyway, yeah, I think that like really, I feel like the key really is just like releasing some mm -hmm. of your preconceived notions about yourself. And yeah. I'm saying this as somebody who also really struggles with changing 
habits and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I, I love the idea of what your husband is saying. He considers system changes because that is actually really helpful to me too. Yeah. Like, yeah. How are we actually going to adjust what we're doing to make it work for us rather than us just working harder and burning right. ourselves right. out? He's a good team member. Yeah. That seems really fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Good luck. Yeah. But good I, luck. Think that, I think you can do this. I think it's yeah, just going to be furthered conversation, mm -hmm. kind of gathering even more information and then just doing right. step by step, figuring out how to adjust things so that they yeah. actually work. And don't be hard on yourself. It's okay. No, definitely don't be hard on yourself. It's okay. You can keep starting and restarting. That's okay. There's no bad thing about starting yeah, all over again. True. <laughs> Every day is a new day. It is. And I feel like, you know, my framework for that, this is like content warning or like disordered eating. Oh, yeah. But back when I used to be constantly trying to change the shape of my body, it mm -hmm. was like that led to a lot of really bad binging because of restrictions. Yeah. And if your restriction is not working for you in the context of like habits, mm -hmm. whether it's anything, cleaning, eating, whatever. And I don't want to, I mean, I don't. I think intentional weight loss is so dangerous in general. Mm, but, yeah. So I'm not talking about that necessarily, but it's right. a lesson that I learned from that right. being younger. It's like, if, if you think of everything as being so black and white, either mm -hmm. you're doing your new ritual or you're not doing your new right. ritual. The minute that you feel like you're not going to have time to do the ritual or whatever, you're like, fuck this. I suck. Why right. am I like this? Why can't I ever just do it once? And it leads to such self like hatred or yeah, loathing or whatever. Yeah. And so if you can think about it in terms of like with every single time you're trying a new ritual and stuff isn't going your way, uh, assessing what's still making it hard to do. And then mm -hmm. just like breaking it down into its most simple parts and trying to find ways that you can get at least some of it done, like yeah. one thing done or whatever is so helpful. And I'm so all or nothing about stuff mm -hmm. like that. But it's so helpful to sort of break through that and know, like, I don't have to be all or nothing about this. Right. I can just, you know, move my body when I can. Or I yeah. can just do one load of laundry. I don't have to get everything done. Or I can right. just get my laundry upstairs. Mm -hmm. Or I can yeah. just start the dishwasher. Or any of those, like, sort of smaller steps mm -hmm. to figure out where the system is breaking down rather right. than saying... I need to do better or right. I'm just a piece of shit. Right. And rather say like where exactly which part of this task is killing you. Like right. In my household, I don't mind unloading the dishwasher, but I fucking hate unloading the silverware. Mm -hmm. So I don't unload the silverware anymore. Nathan yeah. always unloads the silverware. It's just like he, I was seeing that I was avoiding it forever because I hate unloading the silverware. Mm -hmm. It's like a sound issue for me. I'm always so scared of, silverware scraping against ceramic because it's okay. a huge cringe noise for me uh, so I would just avoid okay. it forever so I when I realized that that was the problem and I'd be like I'm going to go unload the dishwasher but would you mind doing the silverware then that is a system that has mm -hmm. changed because yeah. it was just such a simple thing but it means right. that our dishwasher gets unloaded more right quickly. yeah because I'm not doing the thing that I hate because mm -hmm. I'm and putting it off assistance. right right yeah I'm yeah. not putting it off I'm not yeah. letting the sink get like six loads of dishes Mm -hmm. in it. I'm not using everything we own because I right. don't want to unload the dishwasher because I'm worried that I'm going to have hear a sound that I hate. Right. But that was a discovery <laughs> that took some time for you to make 
and oh, that's yeah, what totally and so that's like also like here with willow it may take some time for you to figure out what this where right. the system breaking down yeah. is and that's where you and your partner can kind of discover and that. imagine like oh well what if right. what about this what's better about this like laundry and that's where the thing of swords is there yeah. it's like this is going to be a continued conversation mm-hmm. and i think also like yeah you may feel defensive because i know that a lot of women get socialized to feel like we should mm-hmm. be able to handle all of this on our own yep. without any help and thankfully, I think our parents did a good job of breaking through some of that. And our generation is doing mm-hmm. an even better job of breaking through a lot of it. But I think like the combination of the five of wands and the five of swords being like this conversation will continue to happen. Mm-hmm. But also like you need to be able to release some of the feelings of yeah. like defensiveness about it. It's OK. Yeah. Chores fucking suck. Yeah. And admitting that you can't get everything done and that you need assistance is something that starts a conversation, not right. ends a conversation. Right. right. Or even if like nightly bedtime routine with your child is so stressful it figuring out something that you and your partner can work out together, yeah, you know, to it's, make it feel for better. any sort of thing could function for you as a whole family it's instead just of breaking you know, things down. into just, this is like my ADHD brain, but breaking all tasks down into individual movements rather than like, <laughs> I need to do the dishes. Like, right. We all know that doing the dishes isn't just that mm-hmm. simple. You have right. to unload the dishwasher. You have to rinse everything. You have to gather all the dishes into the living room mm-hmm. to begin with or into the living room. That wouldn't be really <laughs> helpful. Into the kitchen. Kitchen. I mean, but unless your dishwasher's in your living room. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I don't know the layout of your house, but there's that uh, TikToker Casey Davis. Who oh, has yes, the yes, book, yes. How to keep house while drowning. Drowning. And uh-huh. That really do- is so really good. helpful in breaking everything into small tasks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that might even be a really good jumping off point for figuring out where specifically your systems are feeling overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Because it breaks down all of the tasks into like, these are every specific motion you're doing mm-hmm. when you're doing these right. chores, these individual yeah. chores. And that can be really helpful to just yeah. have some sort of sense of like, what am I actually doing when I say, or what am I actually talking about when I say clean the bathroom? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Good luck. I think it's yeah, something all luck. of us could work on. Yeah. I got feelings. So as are evident in our discussion, but <laughs> got a lot of feelings. We love you, Willow. Thank you for trusting us with this and keep us updated. Esther, I bet your next partner will be way more helpful <laughs> in your life. In There's your no such life. thing. I'm going to hire a maid. <laughs> They'll be my next partner. <laughs> that would but probably yes. be great. Anyway, once well, we get you because back. that's, that's where I'm at now. I'm like, have to, I, because I had my systems figured out when I had a unhelpful partner, you know what I mean? Like I had stuff figured out, but now that I don't have a partner at all, in some ways things are easier because I don't have to like worry about like tiptoeing around certain things. But the other part of me is like, it's just me. And Esther, you have to get the dishes done because you don't have any plates left and you can't, you cannot keep washing the same fork over three times, three days in a row. You know, that doesn't work for you. So, well, it's more like Esther deserves more. (laughs) Esther deserves to have clean plates. So she doesn't have to worry about where her fork is going to be from. Like Esther deserves to know where all of her clothing are is stored. Yeah. But I do think that it's an interesting thing to say, like to conceptualize, like, Mm -hmm. In what ways is having an unhelpful partner easier or right, harder, harder than having right. no partner at all? Right, right. Well, like and, I know for my yeah. sister who's single, she says that not having anyone to bounce ideas off of can mm-hmm. be really stressful. Like she has yeah. to just make the decisions. Mm-hmm. But also she doesn't get sucked into some of the annoyance of having an unhelpful person. In this is true. Life. Yeah, yeah. But it's also just like a weird emotional week for me anyway. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll get out of the funk. 
so hope. much Scorpio energy no, right now. So much, so You're just much. like ready to light your whole life on fire. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> You're like, oh. burn it down. Thankfully. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, good luck, Willow. Yes, good luck. And if you come up with any great strategies, yeah. let us know. We we, we are on clean talk. We're we are on ears. organized talk. We're yeah, on we aesthetic talk. <laughs> Just all ears. Actually, and I know I've talked about this before, but the main thing that I took away from not the main thing, the most helpful thing that I've taken away from Casey Davis, in addition to oh, like, yeah. cleanliness being morally neutral, which I yeah. appreciate, is mm-hmm. the five things strategy yes. of cleaning. Yes. Which has tra- changed my entire fucking life. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's that every room, no matter how messy, has only five things in it it has trash, it has dishes, it has laundry. It has things that have a place and things that don't have a place. Mm -hmm. And when you think about it, when I like it slows down my brain so much to be like, all right, trash first. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get all of the trash out of this room. Okay. Now I'm on to laundry. Any item of clothing, I'm just going to throw out of the door and deal with the laundry later. (laughs) I'm not going to start the laundry. I'm just going to get it out of here. Then move on to dishes. And like, even in my office right now where I'm recording, I'm like, I don't know when that coffee cup is from. I don't know when that wrapper is from like Mm -hmm. all of these things. It's like, that's what you can do. Yeah. Trash, laundry, dishes, everything that has a place goes back into the place that it belongs and everything that doesn't have a place, you put in a place that you can live you with it there for a minute. You put in a pile for a second. While yeah. you figure out where the <laughs> fuck you should be putting these things. Exactly. Exactly. And even that has helped my cleaning stuff so much. Mm-hmm. But I also understand that a lot of the emotional labor of like parenting a human child yeah, is yeah. different from just getting chores accomplished. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you got this, Willow. You do. Yeah. And, and share with us any helpful stuff you find because we're all interested we're in it. We're all ears. Exactly. We are. All right. Talk me into a deck, Okay. Esther. Gonna talk you into a deck. You purchased the first edition of, but you don't have the I did. second edition of. Well, and, and also you, yeah. I mine t- is like the indie version. Right. Yours is indie version. Mine is a mass market version from Rockpool Publishing. Did yours have a book? Mine, yes, has a book. Okay, mine does not have a book. Okay. So, yes, uh, I was going to initially do a different deck to a dog deck, but we weren't sure if it was in stock, any legitimate place. So, (laughs) so we're putting that on hold for the moment. Perhaps our next deck that I will try to convince Holly with will be that deck. Will be that. Yes. So, today I'm going to try to convince Holly to buy the second edition mass market uh, from. From Rockpool Publishing of Cosmic Cunt Tarot from Samantha West. <laughs> I love it so much. I love this, this is like an especially uh, not safe for work language. Yeah. I episode. mean, the title of the episode is going to have Cosmic C Star NT. So hopefully, yeah. and we're also rated like explicit. Explicit anyway. Even anyway. though we don't always swear, we just never have to <laughs> just, worry about exactly. it. Exactly. It's like, yeah, we don't have to worry about it. So anyway. Um, this is on a sturdy cardstock. Mine is, I would say it's kind of, I would say like Lenormand thin cardstock. Okay. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of a, th- a thin, thin buddy with. Is it like narrower also? Yes. I think it's, pr- it's pretty like narrow. Okay. Like it's, it's pretty narrow, like a Lenormand the cards card. are bridge. smaller than. It's kind of like a bridge size deck. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's like three and a quarter by two and a half it's see i think is how to read those numbers i don't know i'm not a carpenter so i don't know how to read <laughs> i'm not a, only carpenters know, <laughs> only carpenters know, can read no inches well, i would be like 3.75 inches like i can understand that that but... is so specific <laughs> i know <laughs> sorry uh i so... think it's playing card sized oh perhaps okay uh and this 
mine is a gray backed deck. The back Ooh. of it is gray with a planet in the center with star white stars on it. And the sides are edged in a matte lime yellowy green. Ooh. That's I really love funky. A matte edging. I do love a matte edging so much. And the lime is just, I love all the little details. The box itself is like a hard box, two piece. Yeah. Don't knock on things around your dogs, Esther. Oh, okay. They're they're in the other room. They hopefully won't hear. And I'm also kind of obsessed with this like luminescent ribbon that's in the box. Oh, it doesn't really yeah, glow, but it's super shiny. This color, the color of green, is just like such a fantastic green. It is like like some greens can be too yellow and some greens can be too green. This ha- hits a nice alien spot. Yeah, absolutely. Also, kind of reminds me of the aliens from Toy Story. Oh, yeah. It does kind of remind. Right? Yeah, because the green is the right? same green. The green is a bit of a similar green. And there's a card in here. The six of cups, I think, is a similar like, ooh, where they're all reaching up to a the claw. sky. <laughs> yeah, the claw. <laughs> the claw. Uh, so, yes. <laughs> it is it is definitely small to fit in your hand since we decided it was playing card size. Yes. So it's nice for our small little dainty lady-like hands. <laughs> that is not the case for me at all. That, I am a that large was... lady. That was a drag queen joke, but okay, oh. it's fine. <laughs> my my little tight hands. You are tiny, but you are a small. I have small like, hands. You have small hands. You're a short little. I'm tiny short. Person. I'm a tiny person. Yes, this is true. We did decide that me and Jamie Sawyer were the shortest in our group chat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, and I then think, me and Rachel are yes. both just like tall, sturdy women. And Jenna, Jenna seems small, but Jenna's taller than me. I think that you know. I'm pretty sure. And Logan, and Logan friends. is taller. Logan is tall. tall. Yeah, Logan's yeah. tall. Yeah. That's the interesting thing about internet friends is that you can think of somebody as being so different physically than they are in person. Like I have a friend named Jackie. Hi, Jackie, if you're listening. And she's like less than five feet tall, but she has such tall girl energy that when I first met her, I was truly shocked at how short she was because she has like, I would have thought she was probably five, six. She has just really tall girl energy. energy. I love it. But she's like four eleven. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. That wow, that is petite. Doesn't that surprise you? Yeah, she has yeah, she is. such really? gravitas. She, okay. Yeah. Okay, I believe you. Uh so yeah, the deck comes in a hard shell box and it has does have a book unlike Holly's edition. It <laughs> is a 98 page book. Oh, cool. That oh, it cool has color. color inside as well. And there's some spreads and there's the author bio, which I'll get into into like in a moment. But yes, it's it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. Not, that not too awesome. shabby. So yeah, really quick, Samantha West was born and raised in New Jersey and she just has a love of art and creating things with her hands. And she found her calling when she began working on her first tarot deck in 2018 because she has a few other decks and has continued creating and helping people bring their visions to life ever since. And she's now a full-time illustrator who teaches a tour, a tour, a course on tarot creation. And when she isn't drawing, she can be found knitting or making candles with her husband and baby girl. And she can be found at marblemoonstudio.com, which I could not get to because I, w- I am in Korea and they were blocking me because I'm out of the country. Oh, it's or one of, Korea was yeah, blocking yeah. it because it said cunt on it too much. Maybe, that maybe. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the only, di- the, the, it is a like smiter, smiter weight with. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> we are. Okay, we're almost done. It we're is a. We're doing great. 
Smith Rider Weight Tradition, and it has, 20, of course, 22 majors and 56 minors, but there are some suit name changes. Like I referenced before, the pentacles became discs, so basically like spaceships. Yeah, totally. The wands are called probes, but they're more like dildos. Okay, that's what that's our little yeah. secret. Right, um, exactly. As swords are ray guns, and the cups are specimens. So it's a it's a very sexually overtoned deck, but yeah. super cute. It's not it's like, like yeah, gross. It, it's like, yeah, it does strike. It's me, like sixties, so like you know, like those sixty movies, those sixties movies where they'd have like those sexual jokes all in like the yeah. the lines and stuff. It's very much like that where. It's nothing directly said, but it's very sexy. So I did back this on Kickstarter, the original edition. Okay. That's where it was. I was like, how did I find this? (laughs) It was at the same time as another deck that's called Follow Your Destiny Celestial Tarot that also has an alien theme. Yes. But this is like much sort of not raunchy because it is so cute you're right right right. but kind of like tongue-in-cheek I guess yes very much now your edition tell us about your cards and how it is less superior to the second edition (laughs) well so (laughs) as with any kickstarter that she was trying to and she even talks about this in the kickstarter she was trying to keep costs low okay um and so there that's why there's no book I would say it's also um playing card size okay a little bit smoother than i would expect it to be okay like it's not like rose petal rose petal finish okay fully it's not glossy but it's definitely like a glossier option okay um it does not have any cool siding it's just Uh white on the edges and the box is really simple just tuck box okay i think it makes total sense as a first edition so oh yeah yeah yeah. um if i'm being honest i already purchased the second edition So I just got through my introduction and I've and already convinced you've already you. Succeeded. You've already succeeded. Yes. But I do want to see the cards yes, yes, yes. you selected as cards that you thought would talk me into it. Okay. And I want to know about your favorite cards. Well, I, okay. So the problem is, is that Holly and I like the same stuff a lot of times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the, that's part of the problem. So I, so there was a f- very clear theme going into today. There are the dildo cards and the non-dildo cards. <laughs> Okay. Duly noted. Okay. I, I'll tell you the ones that I like when it comes to the non, to each, like the non dildo cards, but the dildo cards okay. I feel like we'll both enjoy. Okay. Okay. So, okay. 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 So, first I of all, cannot we, wait. we'll go with the Queen of Discs. I love this Queen of Discs. And of course, Holly's a Queen of Pentacles. So, we always have to look at this card in any deck for her. Yeah. But I just think she's just so beautiful and serene. And I love her, her alien ears. And her hair. Yeah, she has like long, long black hair and sort of like pointy alien ears. She just looks really like peaceful. Peaceful and serene and not bothered by anything going on in the world. It's gorgeous. Okay, this to me is Holly kind of hermit. Sitting on a bed in a blankie reading a book. Yeah, yes. a bed in the sky. <laughs> in the I mean, sky. that is just like very, very much my vibe. Yes. I would like to be there right now. In fact. <laughs> I mean, she's going to climb right back into bed right after we finish recording. So, you know, it's true, even though I should be working. <laughs> you should be working. Um, also, the star I love. OK, first of all, I love the boobs popping out of the water. Yes. Oh, my God. That card is so great. Isn't it? Isn't it adorable? I love it so much. It's like it's like the figure and the star is in the water itself. So yes. it still has the mountains in the background, but she's like looks like she's in a hot tub. She yes. just looks super peaceful with her little onion head. Yeah. 
yep. just floating in the water. That's a fantastic card. I love yes. that. So I immediately thought of you because we, we both like boobies. So you yeah. have like boob collections We're... of mugs. So I do. I have so many boob artifacts. Boob artifacts. Bartifacts, <laughs> as some Bartifacts. people call it. <laughs> okay. This is one of my favorites. I like Divine because I appreciated the way that they renamed the High Priestess. Oh, is that the High Priestess? Yeah, the equivalent? High Priestess, yes. Yeah, the High Priestess equivalent is Divine. So I kind of like, I don't think I've ever heard of Divine as like the High, high Priestess, Priestess word but before, I like that. but I like that yeah. a lot. I was like, oh. And the figure also is cool because it has like sort of the long, long eyelashes on mm-hmm. lower closed eyes and then an yeah. open third eye in the middle of the forehead. Yeah. And the mohawk is round. Yes, exactly. Right. So I just so think it it's holds really like cool. enough of the symbolism from mm-hmm. the regular one to like still connect with it, but having the name change and it being so like modernistic and yes. cool is really neat yes so that's one of my favorites and then my my last of the non-dildo versions that was my favorite was the magician because i like that there's a face and when you yeah. cut the face open basically down the center inside are all of the elements yeah from yeah, all of that cool. i think and it's like the universe is also pictured inside and i just think that's a really cool way to like manifest the magician conceptualize yeah. what a magician would be yeah, yeah totally in a space form so anyway those were those were the uh the those cards that were my favorites and i thought that you would enjoy i, I do like those a lot okay so how okay how do i want to do this okay first we will do we will go we will start with the ace of probes are you ready? Are you are you ready yes. for this? Okay. Are we starting with the ace of probes and going through all of the probes? No, oh, that's not all hilarious. Of them. I, it's it's basically a giant dildo that has um knobs on them. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I, Being I held aloft like a like a sword. Like a sword, like a wand the would probes be. Probes are the wand. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which I think is just hilarious because it's like woohoo! Here we go. Okay. Yeah. The two of probes. <laughs> Oh, are we going through all of them? No, not all of them. Oh my god, they look like they little look plants. Like, they look like plants, but they're but there are penis plants. Have you seen them before? The penis no. mushrooms? You've not seen the they're, they're I think they're sh- called no, corn I'm... something mushrooms. Yes, yes, yes. There are several I'm Googling it. There's the yes, corn something horned mushroom. Anyway, yes, there are there are penis mushrooms. I cannot believe I have not introduced these to you. No, this is a problem. When you Google that, <laughs> it just turns into using mushrooms for penis. Stuff. growth oh my goodness okay well i will sh- i will give you p- i think stinkhorn is what they're called stinkhorns stinkhorn google it stinkhorn mushroom stinkhorn mushroom oh that does look like a penis <laughs> oh those are cool though those are the ones that have the little like fluted skirts yeah that eventually put out too yeah mushrooms are so cool. i love mushrooms i love mushrooms <laughs> Anyway, this reminded me of those mushrooms. Yeah, growing. totally. They they look kind of like, like, almost like enoki so mushrooms, huge. kind of. Yeah, <laughs> like giant totally. enokis. <laughs> yeah, totally. And there's still like the figure who's doing the thinking that's right. involved with the two of wands, but mm-hmm. it's just like these hilarious probes. That's yes, so yes, yes. Funny. Okay, um, we are gonna go with okay, uh, okay, which ones? Okay, we'll go with the eight of probes because we have eight different probes here. Oh, all the different shapes all the you different could ever possibly of the, of the probes. need. <laughs> so many probes. Okay. And then Queen of Probes. I just love that she's just hiding. Like, she's holding a giant probe in her hand. Yeah. And that's also a really great alien. Like, it the is. crown, the ears. I think that the colors of you, the use of this mm-hmm. green as, like, highlights within figures is yes. so cool. It like, is That so is cool. a very neat card. It is. And it, she's just so cool. Like, her eyeballs are 
super cool green. Okay, and the last one, I love the dick crown. <laughs> is that the king? Uh, no, it's the six. it is the six of probes. So the six of wands. That's hilarious. She's like won a uh, pageant, beauty pageant. Yeah. Like she has like a sash across her chest, <laughs> and then all the probes on a crown on her head. That I is so, so funny. Much. I, love I want that the, I wanted one of these so crowns much. for Christmas. I, I literally. <laughs> you do not think do I would not wear it. it. I would. No, I, would I know wear you it. would. <laughs> that's hilarious so yes i love it those are the cards i was going to convince you but since i didn't need to i was going to tell you about them anyway so i know exactly well that is the funny thing is that i think that we need to find a deck that i actually don't own for the next time you do this because i am easily swayed you but i already did love this well i was i'm thinking i was trying to think i was like okay what would be a deck that holly doesn't have but that i would and the only thing i can think of is like stuff where our like taste like diverge like really yeah but that's weirdly. the challenge Esther. i know but i want you to buy the deck so i want like an easy go <laughs> i want to win holly you're stacking <laughs> your deck against me i, I the am deck that i thought you would definitely not want and i think i talked it, to you well it. it is in my cart so so yes when payday <laughs> comes around i will probably buy it. it is going to happen it, it but i will tell you it was anna's husband's fault so yeah <laughs> this is all brian's fault it is All right. Awesome. Well, that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. We only have one month left in this season. So if you have any questions, please let us know. You can submit them through the contact form at wildlytarot.com. And also tell your friends about us, rate, review us. You're the reason why we grow. And so we really appreciate it. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our awesome, awesome Facebook community by searching for Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. We're almost there, Holly. We can do it. I know. You can join our Discord we've, server. We've been recording for <laughs> two hours. hours and 45 minutes. How is that possible? Uh, join our Discord and we have merch and red bubbles and everything for links are in the show notes. Yeah. Good and night, remember, everybody. go forth and tarot wildly. <laughs> we love you. We do. We love you so Thank much. Thank you for holding on during the chaos. We promise we'll sleep next week. Bye. Yeah. Next week we will have slept. I promise. <laughs>